I think we're recording it uh, episode <laughs> of the 8-4 Play Podcast. You're uh, still home for talk about Japan and games and Japanese games. Um, uh, I am still your host, Mark Images and McDonald. And uh, this is, as you might already have noticed, uh, going to be a little bit different of an episode. Um, you can probably guess why, but uh, we are embracing uh night late 1990 technology and uh recording this uh remotely for the first time first time <laughs> world exclusive for <laughs> first time in the eight four uh play oeuvre uh due to well you know like the world going to shit and uh and basically stuff like that so uh, bear with us a bit. The quality is uh, is variable. If if uh, Dermot is way too loud, um, <laughs> if uh, if if Roy drops and comes back and what have yous, you know, those are your your normal uh, kind of podcast things. But um, come hell or high water, we wanted to uh, do the show, so this is the first uh, kind of experiment. Hopefully, it will work out. We can have Graham join more often, uh, etc. Right. But we do have a new and improved cast. That's right. This week, we brought it to make up for the uh, maybe lacking audio quality. Um, uh, first, though, uh, introducing. Let's see. Uh, to my below me on my little uh, feed here, showing us recording. That's uh, John. Your nickname is your Animal Crossing Island. So please uh, introduce yourself. John, oh, okay, my uh, my island is Neotaru. Neotaru. John Neotaru. That's right. Ricciardi. What's what's sure. Neo Neotaru? Uh, so my Animal Crossing island in the last game on 3DS was Otaru, which is also the name of uh, this gathering that I've been running that we've been doing here for years and uh, keeping in the tradition, the spirit of that. This new one is Neotaru yes, because it's a new Animal Crossing. We've talked about Otaru before. On the podcast, yeah. how many years has it been going uh, on now? It, it was going for about, what, 16? We're in year 17 now, but year 17 hasn't had a lot of action now that uh, we're all at home. Of so, course. Well, yeah. but, uh, but it's a good segue into our next guest, our special guest <laughs> and newest, right. newest cast member. Um, hello. Yes. Hello, <laughs> Tina. That's Your me. nickname here. Oh, right. Uh, Tina Bumjima. <laughs> Bumjima. Because my starting fruit was peaches, so I just kind of went with the theme. So are peaches, well, here, let's not, let's not get too much. I hear lots of peaches talk uh, on, the, on, the, on the internets, but we're going to do like a full Animal Crossing. The reason we can do everyone's nicknames at Animal Crossing is because all y'alls are playing uh, tons and tons and tons of Animal Crossing. But... Um, so Tina, you originally met John through Otaru. Yeah. Um right? so I've I've been in Japan almost ten years, but I've been in Tokyo uh three and a bit. And before that I was in Osaka. And when I was moving from Osaka to Tokyo, I was coming here for a job and I knew absolutely zero people. Nobody, like no landing cushion whatsoever. 
And a friend in Osaka said, oh, okay, you're a nerd. You like video games. Go to this thing on Thursdays. I'll tell them that you're coming and you'll at the very least get to interact with some humans. So was this was this when the Otaru was at the uh, the original the first place uh, that you would have been to it? What was ah, God? Now I'm blanking on the name of it. It's still the the place. It's still oh wait, it's still the yeah. It was right. It was the previous one, basically. Yeah, across the river. Right. Right. Wrong. Right. 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 Um, And so, where do you fall on the uh, the Kansai Kanto thing? What's your What's your take on Tokyo versus? My hot take on that one. Some enemies right away. (laughs) My hot take on that one is everyone needs to just like chill the fuck out. It's not a contest. (laughs) (laughs) I've lived in both. They're both great for different reasons. Just like stop. You're not like the the Tokyo people are all stuck up. Like Kansai people walk like this. Hey, hey, (laughs) hey! But Tokyo people walk like you're not one of those. uh, You don't have like five minutes set. Tight five minutes set. The characters are definitely different. Like, of course, they're going to be. They're completely different places. But that doesn't mean one is better or worse. Have you seen the... There's a YouTube video where they approach... I mean, there's a series of them. But they approach people in Kansai. I think it's Osaka. And, like, start to do a bit. Like, pretend to shoot them with, like, a banana. Oh, see who, who runs and, with yeah, the better. Who plays along. And, like, everyone in Osaka, at least um. the way that they edit it. Everyone in Osaka, like totally goes along with it and then the people in Tokyo are like what the fuck are you doing that's a, that's a, that's a banana <laughs> I'm, I'm sure there was some some selective editing happening there but right. I would not be surprised if that was the way that the data leaned that so definitely like, fits the general stereotype though right yeah for sure right you're, you like them both you're not like Tokyo's super uptight Osaka's Lucy, I mean, Lucy. I had a great social circle there. I have a great social circle here. So for me, it hasn't made that much of a difference. Right on. Um, let's see. Uh, and you've been uh, now adjusted to a kind of a weird time to start a new job. Oh, um, yeah. So <laughs> I'm really excited to be doing this right now because this is the most social interaction I have had in like several weeks. It's kind of weird uh, right now. Yeah. yeah, the uh, the working from home has been happening for a couple weeks. But before that, when I was between jobs, I was intentionally hunkered down in my house, not leaving, not talking to people, playing as much video game stuff as mm. I could, mm. because I thought, ooh, this is the last chance I'm going to get to just, you know, be a lazy piece of shit for a long time. <laughs> right. and then here Little we are. did you know. If only. Little did Little I know I would simple. not have an office to go to. The entire world. So yeah, so you started at eight four now, what, a couple a couple weeks ago with but but since everyone's been so have you even you haven't been into the office yet, probably proper, right? Since you Um not proper. I've I've been into the building. I went into the office to sign the papers. Right. And that's right. about as much as it's been. Wow. Yeah, that seems that seems weird. Uh but uh well, you know, now nor hopefully regular part of your job uh joining us here on the 84 play podcast very very uh, happy and excited to have you so well, it, um, uh, it depends on how i'm treated yes okay <laughs> yes Good dermot, answer, we'll try to we'll do our best to keep dermot in line oh uh <laughs> dermot dermot who what's your name again dermot nickname 
Oh, I thought you were just blanking on my last name. Dermot. Which was going to be insulting. Uh, no. Waiting, waiting for your nickname. Well, I live on Yeah. And uh, to everybody listening, if Dermot sounds like Max Headroom to you too, um, that's because among us, I believe Dermot has the uh, finickiest internet. I'm not sure if that's a word, but uh, the most finicky of internets. So forgive him. Forgive us. Uh, I don't know how he sounds to you guys, but you sound a little bit like Darth Vader to me. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, maybe maybe that's just going to be on the side of all of us. If you guys are hearing him good, then that's good. But so Dermot, that's just okay. a big, just a big Laputa fan. Yeah, I mean, I love that film, and I, I'm really fascinated and like uh, taken by that concept of like this massive floating island with a bunch of history. And I always wanted to live on it as a kid, so I, I thought, why not? I'll make this my Laputa. Yes. You're not like trying to decorate your island or like make it into something based on the film or anything like that, right? No, no, it's just, just definitely a, just a, a name. It's just a name idea, yeah. Okay, uh, how are you doing, Dermot? You doing okay? We we were a little worried about you. Yeah, I think I'm okay. I got you know I don't see anybody anymore. I have one plant here. His name is Jasper, um, and that's kind of just my my social circle at this point. <laughs> for, for, Dermot, apparently, like, there's about a 10 second delay between the time when I stop talking <laughs> and the time when you hear it. So, okay, uh, cool. Try to talk over the end of my sentences if at all possible. <laughs> that tight, tighten the string on the can on your end if you can, um, a little bit. Yeah, Roger that. Um, Roger that. Uh, Roy. <laughs> Roy, your nickname here. Uh, Roy Pinwheel Blakely. Pinwheel. Yeah, that's, that's been my town slash island name since GameCube. Oh it, man! Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, it's it doesn't really have any significance other than it's like in my mind like a chill word that just has the kind of vibe that I go for. Whoa. Like my islands okay. are usually, or my my islands and villages are usually very like chill, and I don't like heavily manicure them or anything. Right. So I don't know. It's 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 also partially because like when I got the game, I didn't want to have to think about it too much. So it's easy to just be able to go back to uh, old reliable. Automatic. You yeah. guys stand by. Um, well, so how? So let's just get into it now. Then, so uh, is everybody here played? This is is this anybody's first Animal Crossing? This is my first Animal Crossing. Okay. Ooh. So why don't we- which is insane because of how much you've been doing in it like just watching you on Twitter and stuff and like you've you've got like you look like you've been playing this this version of the game for like 6 years already. Um, um the the hours for gameplay were finally published I think 2 days ago when I was at 60 plus hours Jesus. I think it was. Yeah, wow. you see that. <laughs> um you have to go into your your Switch user profile and for the first 10 days or so it'll just say when you started playing. But after that, it'll show a, a general guess of your hours. Yeah, okay. after 10 hours. But that, probably... was, that was two days ago, so I've easily cracked 80 already. Nice. <laughs> so, Tina, let's, this is good, though. Let's let's start with you, then, because I'm curious. So, uh, like, your take on it from a, like, I mean, m- most people listening to this probably know what Animal Crossing is. But, like, let's start with, like, the, the basics about what it is and then, mm-hmm. like, what your image of it was and then, now uh, like, what you're finding of the reality before... I'm sure the other guys will get into like the differences with previous versions and stuff like that. But like, let's just start there. Um, so I had never played an animal crossing partly because I 
like when I was growing up, I bought all my own games myself. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I had to really prioritize, which meant Zelda came first. (laughs) And usually if I was buying a Zelda game, that meant that was all my money for a long time. Right. Um, And I generally just have never really enjoyed games where I have to build things myself or start from scratch. Like I tinkered around in SimCity and I didn't really like it that much. Um, things like Harvest Moon just had never really appealed to me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and all I really knew about Animal Crossing was what I read about it in, you know, like magazines that I had bought from the convenience store because it had a Zelda story on the cover. <laughs> right. So, like, I was very uninformed going into this. Um, right. Having started it, I can absolutely see why people love it because everything is so fucking cute. I want to die. Mm. <laughs> so like, like what are you what, expl- explain like what you're doing in it like what is the oh. loop what is like the core okay so the game the idea is you start out on a completely deserted island and you go there with the mastermind tom nook who apparently has an incredible legacy right <laughs> Yeah, a lot of these guys are returning from you know, <laughs> several past games, some, sometimes all of them. And Tom Nook has decided that you are going to set up this island with him, Timmy and Tommy, his two little Tanuki buddies, and two other villagers who I thought were completely random, but apparently there are pre-existing characters that have come from older games. And you start with this completely natural, air quotes, island, and you decide where you're going to put your own house, where you're going to put everyone else's houses. And initially that's all the guidance you get. And so Mm. for the first day I was sitting with it kind of like, okay, well I'm bored. What do I do now? There's nothing Mm. I don't understand. And things really opened up the next day when suddenly, Oh, there are things for me to, I can catch bugs. I can do go fishing. I can Mm. gather materials and sell them to then, buy better stuff to be able to make better stuff to do cooler things. Right. Um, so the second day was like 18 straight hours of just not doing anything else. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, so you're going around doing basically like cho- chores, right? Like, like picking up weeds or chopping down trees or. It's an fishing, insane. Like, yeah. It's an insane racket they've got going. Like I am actively enjoying cleaning up and organizing my house and doing all of this manual labor that in real life I would absolutely never want to do. It really is an amazing game for, uh, I mean, you know, for a lot of reasons, but for that reason, especially like I actually find myself clearing time in the morning. Like I might wake up an hour earlier than I normally do Mm. so I can do, and and I actually literally do call them chores because it's like, okay, I got to do manual crossing chores before I can get to like enjoying or relaxing with the game for the rest of the day. Because before I can relax, I got to do all this other shit every day. You know, there's like a checklist. And Um, if you keep up on it, if you keep up on it, it's an investment in your own future. Your own future in your island. Yeah. Yeah, right. Exactly. (laughs) Because my real future, I'm definitely wasting away. Is this Um, this the same as it's been in previous is this all so far the same as it's been in previous games in terms of like your chores more or less, for the day more and or what less, have you? Yeah. Okay. I mean, they add, they add, you know, new stuff every entry. Um, uh, I, I personally, I think Roy and Derm probably, have you guys played all of them? I forget. Not all of them, but I played yeah, the GameCube one and New Leaf. 
Okay. Well, I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat as you then, Roy. I played the game, the, I played the N64 one in Japan, then the GameCube one, which is essentially the same thing. Then I jumped to New Leaf. I skipped so the DS and the Wii ones. Um, I was, was going to ask, <laughs> how many Animal Crossing games are there? Well, the mainline series, there's essentially what? Five or six, if you count N64 and GameCube as different, right? One, wow. two, three, four, five. Yeah. And so this is number five or six. And, and uh, up until now, like New Leaf was kind of the gold standard, right? It was. was yeah, that kind yeah, of yeah. Like the the pinnacle. Pinnacle. Is that still the case, or do you think this one now supplants it? Oh, I would say this one, it's definitely like the new king. Hmm. Like they actually took the Animal Crossing formula and really improved it, I think. Like, yeah. so. Well, adding crafting has turned into, has like uh, really right. changed things a lot. Where now there's a lot more reasons to just walk around and pick up things. And there's more things to pick up because of the crafting system as well. Like, they're just, from the moment you like start your day, there's just like branches everywhere which are key to making sure that you have like a supply of tools, which are key to getting other things. So oh, also one thing I really like is they've made some things more useful. Like um, in the last game, you could get a slingshot, but I think all you got with the slingshot was like balloon furniture, which was like really <laughs> ugly, what? a really ugly collection of furniture. But now from... <laughs> Uh, now you now you just collect like randomized uh, furniture from popping like balloons in the sky. They they've added a lot of variety to that part of the game. Yeah, um, it's 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 funny because you know I actually now that you mention it, yeah, crafting is new in this one, but it fits in so perfectly and naturally that I'd almost forgotten that it wasn't in the last I, one. Like, oh, that makes me like, really want yeah. to know though. How did it work without crafting? Because I can't, I can't picture the game without it because that's all I know. I think the pace was a lot. Everything slower. was just either. Yeah, there was also a lot of time gating in in at least New Leaf, where it was like certain tools you couldn't buy until you had played it like for a week or something. Right, like what I'd been hearing was that that, and I I'm the same way. I was kind of I'm kind of like just hearing people talk about it recently was like, oh, crafting is new to Animal Crossing. It seems like it should have been there much longer before. But like before, when you wanted something, uh, you had to just basically kind of wait or hope that it showed up. Some, when you wanted something specific, right? You just kind of had to wait yeah. or hope that it showed up in like a shop or that a person would come by with it or something, right? But now if you have a recipe, you can just build it yourself. Or, or get it from somebody else? Well, yeah, they've, I mean, there's always been, with each new game, I feel like they add ways to get stuff. And so, like, last time around, a big element that, or, or at least for me, because, again, I didn't play the DS or the Wii one, the big element that made it uh, more possible to get stuff was online, right? You could visit other people. Mm-hmm. Their shop is not selling the same stuff as your shop. Um, you know, they might have stuff they're willing to trade with you. They were like, they encouraged people to play together in order to get the most out of the game. They also had stuff like spot pass where, uh, if you remember from 3ds where like you can go to certain places and then get special items and things like that. And so, and then this time around, I feel like, yeah, it's just even more, they found the other ways that maybe we didn't even realize we were missing where you can get new ways to get stuff and exchange stuff. And it's gotten, it's the perfect storm of, of, you know, having these new features now, 
Uh, plus, it's a time where everybody's at home playing games. But plus, social media has, has matured to a point at this point where, like, just there's you can't I can't go two minutes on on Twitter without seeing like ten Animal Crossing. Yeah. Posts, you know, no, the, the the timing with everything happening in the world is like I mean, it's almost like just a cosmic like yeah meant to be. It seems like blessing. the perfect game. Yeah, totally. What was that? I think that was just everybody agreeing with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a gift. Yeah, the, just, just the, the fact that you're going outdoors and you're able to like wander around and uh, and just like the kind of low key peaceful tone to it. I mean, I've not really been. I've been interested in the series in terms of like, especially when it first came out. It was so like new and weird um, and, and that it was super interesting. I thought and like a lot of the writing and the Nintendo characters, which I'm curious about the new one to hear, to hear more about that spark two. part two was really something like new, but, but now seeing everybody being so into it and it's just selling like nuts. Like it's completely um, selling like crazy. I think it's, I think I saw it's like over two and a half million just, just in Japan, just just physical. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. um, just completely like breaking all of these records, but I, it seemingly makes sense. You know, it seems well, like kind of like this, this perfect game and seeing everybody talk about it really has the FOMO really has the, like the FOMO going for me. Well, for um, me, the big thing is I'm by nature, a really antisocial gamer. I don't like multiplayer. I don't like playing online with other people. I don't want to have to cooperate with anyone. I want my video games to be like, I'm reading a book. I'm by myself. I'm doing something on my own. This is my time. Um, so I didn't think I was really going to be into the online element of this, but it's so fun. Yeah, and so I know that's a really yeah. simple way to describe it, but it's so much fun. And I have like a little album of photos that I've taken of pictures when I've gone to other people's islands and they come to my islands and we all do little silly poses and, you know, you're giving each other presents and it's this, it sounds really lame, but it's this like <laughs> genuine social connection when you can't see anyone. Right. Have have any of you guys gone to each other's islands? Has anybody here gone to? I had a good experience going to Roy's Island. John came to mine. Oh, <laughs> God, I'm like really behind. I'm sorry, guys. And I have to tell us about Roy's Island. <laughs> yeah, go for it. Go for it. <laughs> okay, so uh, the, the the more, month more, changed, more. right? Ahead, so. Stringfish, which is this really heavily sought after fish, disappeared because the seasons changed. It's now all cherry blossom season in Animal Crossing. And so like the night of March 31st, everyone that's playing Animal Crossing was like frantically searching for this one fish that can only be caught in like a specific part of your island. So Roy hits me up after we have a conversation in the podcast channel, actually. uh, And he's like, hey, I have this pond that has yielded three stringfish already. I got one for me. I got one for Sarah. I got one for my friend. <laughs> and he's like, if you want to come, you, you can just camp out there. Sarah and I will grind out and, and like craft all of the bait you need. So you can just keep fishing until you catch the stringfish. And that was one, just like one of the nicest things anyone has ever offered to me in my entire life. And two, <laughs> it was totally successful. Like I got my stringfish in like 20 minutes. It was unbelievable. 
I don't know. I don't know if you guys noticed. I just uh, we're in in the end the app we're using. I just hit the button to raise my hand because I need to talk about this. So, <laughs> Dermot, uh, first of all, your stringfish doesn't fucking count. Uh, I I spent Jesus Christ. I spent like four hundred bait. I think, or three, 300 to 400 bait, somewhere in there over the span of like five nights trying to get that goddamn fish. And I finally got it on the last night with like 70 minutes to go, like before the deadline. Um, I don't know if I was just super unlucky. I like read all the details because Mark like about this fish. So you have to be like in a certain point on the island. You have to be like an elevated area has to be between the hours of 4 p.m. and 9 a.m. Jesus. Uh, and Wait, this was like a like, time limited thing too? They- a, a lot a lot of the fish and bugs are, are have like certain months only when they appear. And this, oh, this guy right. happened to be going away at the end of March and not coming back until December. Ah. Um, and it's funny because, you know, I, it turned into a thing on Twitter. Like even Polygon wrote a story and like they quoted my tweet in their story, but because a lot of people were having trouble. But, uh, you know, it was really great because people were, you know, interacting with me and it sort of became like a thing on Twitter and like rooting for me. And some people were really nice and even like messaging me and offering to give me their string fish. But you're like, no, it's the principle of the thing. Wait, exactly. Can, can you even give people fish and bugs? I didn't think you could. I, I don't know. I actually, because I turned them down, but I mean, you people were offering, which was nice. You can't send them by mail, but if you visit each other physically, like they can drop the item and then the other person can pick it up. Really? Oh, I, yeah. I haven't been able to drop fish. I could have sworn I tried doing that and it didn't work. Really? Because yeah, like you, you place item, right? But you can't oh, place items when people are visiting your town. That's a good point. Wait, you can if they're best friends, I think, right? I thought it was like, isn't it like... No, okay, well, we could be wrong it, about it this. treats it like redecorating, and it tells you you shouldn't redecorate when you have company, which is very true, wow. but also a pain in the ass when you're trying to trade items. Right. Well, maybe the you know the people who offered me, maybe they thought they were being nice. I mean, they were being nice, but maybe they thought they could do it, and they just didn't realize. Yeah. But it doesn't matter, because yeah. I said no. You got and one. I think, patch, patch, I patch. Myself. I think the good takeaway from the whole stringfish I'm debacle, just teasing, by the way, Derek. <laughs> uh, is that it proves that Animal Crossing on, on the surface is this kind of like kind of simple game for like people that just want to chill but it does also have this high level of like if there's this one tough goal if that's what motivates you to play this game it's in there too so right. like yeah, there's dude. a little something for everybody in animal crossing it's, it seems like a like collector type like a, like a ocd person's freaking I don't know if it's dream come true or total nightmare where it's like oh wait there's a thing that's only going to be available it takes you know 400 tries and it's gonna be gone and just like a huge amount of those things right like a lot of the game is is like collecting things and uh and, and building. I mean, it's not it's not like uh, a very clear objective it's not like like you're told hey you need to fill the museum which is the place that you bring all the fish and bugs that you collect uh you're not required to do that it's just kind of like you might as well because I see. It's there. And you get yeah, I, I was, dialogue when you do it. I was already, I had a backup plan. Like if I didn't get this fish, you know, I wasn't, uh, I was like, okay, I'm going to go buy one in real life if I can't get one uh, <laughs> and just keep it until December. <laughs> but fortunately I got it. So. Jesus. so, so what about the, um, what about, so Nintendo not always been quite on the forefront of like online connectivity and how you, connect to other people and stuff like that. Um, like I've heard little things here and there about the, the, the system by which you use to visit other people. Isn't like the, 
easiest, friendliest thing in the world. But like, what, what's what's that like? You go to the airport, basically. It works. I mean, yeah, you, you go to your airport and then you can fly to someone else's island. You can visit, you know, people on your friend, your switch friend list. At least it's not a separate Animal Crossing code this time. It's like the same code as your system. Uh, mm. But you you can visit friends or you can people visit people you designate as best friends or vice versa. You can have them visit you. Um, or you can open it up to, um, pe- like you have it, you can get a code that you can just give to certain people. And if you have the code, you can join. Um, and that in itself is already a little bit cumbersome, I would say, but it works. The problem that I found, um, is I made the mistake once of just saying on Twitter, Hey, anyone who's my friend, I'm going to, I'm, you know, I'm going to make lunch now. So I'm going to be open for an hour. Yeah. Feel free to come by. Yeah. And what that did was that got immediately got the maximum number of people, like five, six, seven, eight people or whatever, trying to show up. I was getting messages from people being like, fuck it. I give up. Um, basically when somebody tries to get in, everyone else has to stop and wait like a minute while that, while they, while they like connect and get in. Mm-hmm. And then when they leave, everybody else has to stop and wait for like 20 seconds. And it's just, it's really hmm. unintuitive. It's counterintuitive to like a fun, you know, smooth experience. And so en- people end up getting frustrated and they just leave. Um, a lot of animal crossing is about waiting that. though. Well, that's true, but um, it's true. Yeah. But I mean, I wish you could just be doing something while you're waiting because like, if you do what I did and get a bunch of people coming at once, like un- unplanned, uh, it's just terrible because then everybody like, oh, I can move two steps. Oh, I got to stop again. Yeah, oh, I can move I was, five more steps. I was there during that and I was trying to essentially sign the guest book and like draw a little picture for his town square bulletin board. And I would get two or three seconds into it. And then a little do, 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 do announcement would come and say, please close the window. And I tried, I think three times and I was like, okay, you know what? I'll come back later. <laughs> this is not happening right now. What, what about the, uh, uh, building stuff like your own stuff. So they like custom. I've seen way more with this one, people like importing images or making their own t-shirts and outfits or like funny little scenes um, like the, this is fine dog house. And um, <laughs> like, obviously like importing or drawing wallpapers for the insides of their, of their house and stuff. Like what's, what is, different about this one that that's easier has anybody messed with that stuff what's that stuff like probably half the hours i've put into the game have been messing with making custom designs oh nice yeah it's i don't know something about it is just it's really fun um i've made a couple of different outfits like i made uh 2b from near automata i did kine from the first near game um which How one hard of those, was that to do? Like, what are the tools oh, like? It's, um, so it's really intuitive to use, but you have to give it some time to learn how it works. You've basically got in front of you a grid where you can color it in pixel by pixel. Um, and what you're working on is a is a square grid, but the game then smooths out those lines for you. Mm-hmm. So what it means is if you're working with only two colors, you end up with some really jaggedy lines. But if you dig a little deeper into the toolkit and you start making custom colors, you can smooth out a lot of those shapes. Mm-hmm. And you can end up making some really intricate stuff. Yeah, I think oh, that's wow. part of why a, a lot of the the things, like the fan-made things, actually like look good. Before, they were a lot more pixelated looking than they are now right? due to that smoothing. Right, right, right. 
But it's the same, it's kind of the same general tools, Roy, or did they do something that lets people scan or import images easier as well? I just feel like I'm seeing, maybe it's just because the game is more popular. I feel like I'm just seeing way more and way more high quality stuff. Now. I believe there is a website where you can plug in a link to an image and it will convert it. But mm-hmm. it, you kind of have to have very specific images. Like if it's if it's if it's not like really high contrast, it'll just kind of look like a like a gray mess. <laughs> yeah, and those are like unofficial websites, I think. Yeah. But there's a lot there's a lot of fan made tools to help making it easier. But generally speaking, the tools haven't changed a whole lot from the 3ds version. But they they made it a little easier to share them. I mean, the 3ds version had QR codes as well, but it wasn't super easy to like you know, screenshot and upload and stuff on 3DS. You could do it, but it wasn't, it just, now it's kind of almost effortless. Um, and another, I think the big thing here, I, to, guys, correct me if I'm wrong, but like in the 3DS version, your designs were essentially limited to what your, your home and your, your clothes and stuff, right? Like you couldn't just paint the whole town however you want. Could you, or could you on 3DS? I don't remember. I'm pretty sure you could put stuff on the ground. I don't remember either. I'd never really get into the, I see. Basically, like you can customize the hell out of just about anything now and not beyond even what you're talking about. Like you can customize furniture and stuff when you're crafting it and things. So they've definitely taken that up another level. Um, I think part of it is just that, you know, New Leaf was what, seven years ago? And, you know, it just wasn't as common and easy to share stuff from your 3DS to uh, the way it is now, I think is part of it, honestly. Did they ever say what was the... um what was the camp? What was this, the mobile uh, version? Pocket Camp. Pocket Camp. Wasn't Pocket Camp going to somehow interact with this game? Uh, I don't know. I mean, it does a little bit. I mean, you can get special items in in this game if you download a code from Pocket Camp, but that's kind of it as far as I can tell. Okay. Um, otherwise, it's not connected. Yeah. Um, any, uh, other, other thoughts, random observations, funny anecdotes of oh, stuff um, visiting people or having people <laughs> visit? I have another, uh, thing that I think has been a huge improvement for the series, mm-hmm. which is like, now you're given a lot more control over where you want to place both like your house, villager houses, and like major buildings, like, um, the museum and stuff. Mm. What it used to be like, mo- if it was uh, like a museum or a shop, it was just fixed. It was going like once you unlocked it, it would just be right. in a set place. Right. And if it was a villager, villagers would just pop up randomly wherever the game happened to put them. Mm. Which was like for the people out there who get really into manicuring a town and its layout, that was like the bane of their existence. <laughs> right. Because yeah. sometimes like you would make like a nice patch of flowers with like you know rare like flowers that you bred and everything and then boom village would be like i'm smacking my house right here <laughs> um, i've seen comics of people you know complaining about that exact thing and i didn't understand why that was a problem because i've only ever seen you know oh you're gonna pick my place for me great thank you yeah so now they give you an item and the, and the item is like once you use it you can like preview what it will look like once you place this house so it, huh. it gives you like a lot of control over how you want things to look. And it even like it, it's not even um once and done though. Like one thing that I was really happy to learn is after you set your house, if you play a little bit further in, like as you play and um build up your town and, and invest in your house, you unlock more freedoms. 
And one that I was really happy about was that I was able to move my house. Because when you first start the game, you can only access a portion of the map because you don't have the ability to like jump over rivers yet or climb up into higher territory because like you need tools that you don't have yet. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, fuck, well, I guess I'll just put my house here and hope that I'll have the option to move it later. And sure enough, I did. So now I like moved my house like way up into like the highest point of my, oh, of that's my town. Awesome. I didn't know you could do that, that you could put it up there even. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. Nice. So even as someone who doesn't like to do the heavily manicured like town look, I'm just really happy that those freedoms are there. Yeah, I mean, it looks like as far, I mean, I'm, so I'm playing the game, um, normally. I'm not, I don't do what is known as time traveling. I, I condemn you if you do it. You're, you're playing the game wrong. Um, but, uh, you know, some people cheat to basically unlock everything right away, but I'm playing normally and I'm just getting to, yeah, I just got maybe a day or two ago maybe a couple days ago to the point where you could start doing that. Um, you know, I added an incline and I've got a bridge or two, but like, I'm really interested in customizing the Island, which is what it seems like where it's going. Like I saw some pictures on Twitter yesterday of some guy who made his Island look like the map from link to the past, um, which is mm. really cool. Oh, wow. awesome. And it seems like you're afforded that level of customizability if you have the money to pay for it. Cause I, as far as I know, even moving your house costs money, right? Roy? Yeah. It was like 30 K. It's not bad. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, I had money yeah, problems. So that's last that's night. pretty exciting. There's the custom customization options are. Oh yeah, yeah. I planted. Tell. You can plant uh, bell trees, right? Like if you dig up a, a glowing spot, you can bury some like a money bag, and then like a tree will sprout that that has yep, yep. money on it. I thought that if you buried a bell bag of ninety nine thousand bells, that it would give you three uh, new bell bags of ninety nine thousand. But I went in this morning to that oh, bell no. tree and it only oh, gave no. me three bags of 10,000. So I ended up losing quite a bit of bells. <laughs> yeah. So, oh so no. I figured that out early on. So I, I don't know if it's clear, like apparently some people said that they got 99 K when they did that. I don't know if they're just full of shit or if it's like random or something, but to play it safe now, I just do a 10,000 bell tree every day because you're guaranteed to at least get, three times that back every time oh i just planted a fifty thou today what's gonna happen <laughs> oh you, you might have lost twenty thousand no. <laughs> hey what's the what's the deal with i see people talking about does it is it random which kind of fruit your island starts with or something because yes. i see people talking yeah. about peaches or that's always been a thing yeah that's yep. always everybody been a starts thing. with the with their own custom fruit and uh like you know the way the game encourages you to trade and stuff is like your fruit sells for, I think it's like a hundred bells or something, but if you get a fruit, that's not your fruit, right. they'll buy it for 500. So it encourages you to trade, visit other islands and, and do that sort of thing. So there's no like clear best fruit to have. I mean, it's people... obviously the peaches cause it looks like a butt. <laughs> right. I, I have heard there. people like being like, fuck yeah, I got, the, I got the peaches. I was like, oh, okay. Uh, why? <clears throat> but to it does... me, to... Go ahead. I was going to say to me, the, the kind of, um, coveted item is bamboo always. Like I had a, I had this Mm. crazy bamboo forest in the 3DS version because the, what happens is like you plant a few and these bamboo stalks grow. And then if you just leave it alone, it gets wild. Like they'll drop stalks into the ground and they'll grow on their own without even doing anything. So if you like leave it for a couple of weeks and come back, you've just got this crazy forest growing around your house. And so I tried for a few days to get those unsuccessfully and then I finally got them. And so I'm getting my, my little bamboo forest going now. Now, do you know for sure that it grows on its own in this one? Because I don't yet. I'm not far enough. No, it definitely drops stalks. It needs, um, 
one empty space on all sides to be able to grow properly, but the bamboo shoots come up directly beside. I think you might have to dig it up and then rebury it for it to grow. Yeah, properly. I think that's that would right. be great if true because like it always stressed. It actually stressed me out that like if I planted bamboo, it would be this thing I have to kind of maintain and prune it back. Yeah. Is anybody is anybody doing is anybody sharing with another person and having to go through that whole uh whatever like like have somebody else that's also playing the game uh, on the in same their household on the same Oh game? no 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 I don't share with anyone. Um <laughs> yeah, I'm just curious how that whole thing is uh is going for people, but I mean I guess they've already said that like solutions for that are coming. They're just going to take a little while. Um all right. Well, why don't we? We should. I, I can just move on. Um, this this episode is not going to be that long in the, in the first place. But um, I have a feeling like this is something that you guys are still going to be playing uh, next <laughs> next episode and and uh, and maybe beyond that. Um, oh yeah. The, um, I don't think anybody. There was that whole thing where Doom Doom Eternal launched the same game the same day as Animal Crossing. Um, people are still making like pretty amazing little movies and things, little crossover things between the Animal Crossing and Doom. Rich. Yeah. <laughs> um, nobody's playing uh, Doom, are they? Mm-mm. I'm, I'm living to I want to be. It looks awesome, but I feel like it's just one of those things where like, play it later. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, uh, the other, one of the other big uh, things this week, and it's actually out, I think, today as the podcast is. Oh, yeah. Is is dropping is uh, is Resident Evil Three? Um, yes. There was a demo. There was supposed to be two. Um, I guess the the multiplayer finally did end up uh, getting fixed for PlayStation and uh, and PC. They had a little early snafu um, resistance, which I actually really wanted to try and set up a, a thing to try and a, a appointment with a friend and. And everything, because uh, I thought it was fixed, PlayStation was tweeting about it, and I was like, oh, it must be fixed, blah, blah, blah. Still not fixed. I think as you hear this, though, it should still be available. Uh, it's probably ending soon. Um, I'm curious how that's talking about the, uh, what's it called? Um, Resistance. Resistance, Project, right. Project Resistance, um, which is going to be the kind of Left for Dead, or uh, a little less Left for Dead, and a little more... Uh, like evolve like asynchronous multiplayer where one person takes on uh, like the other four um, as mm. kind of like the dungeon master, but, um, but featuring Martin sandwich. Yes. There you go. Yes. Finally, finally living the dream uh, of uh, living in Martin sandwich shoes. Uh, but the single player demo did launch uh, on time, according to plan. Um, yeah. Who else played John? You played it, right? Is it just I you, did, yeah. Just us two, I guess. Yeah, I didn't actually finish it. Um, I played like. Did you get killed? I don't know. Oh, did I get killed? No, I didn't actually. Okay. It, it seemed kind, it was kind of hard. I almost I, I did finish it. Um, felt like I could have died. Uh, a couple yeah, I was times. getting uh, attacked a lot. I mean, the it's weird because I just kind of assumed the sort of core gameplay was going to be like ported over from the RE2 remake and it was going to feel essentially the same, but it feels slightly different. I found that like, 
Uh, I don't know if maybe it, maybe I had some kind of assist on. I don't think I did, but I, I was just missing a lot more in this one with my shots, and um, I kept getting bit, but ultimately I didn't die. No, there was. Um, I think it, part of it works like RE2, where if you aim for a while, it finally steadies, and you get a much tighter, like little reticle. Um, oh, really? Yeah, mm. but there's a bunch of options, like really granular options about like like uh aiming turn like turn speed while aiming and blah 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 and stuff like that that they might have have added or tweaked since uh since re2 it's been it's been so long since re2 i don't i don't remember like that that part of it i felt i got a handle on um Mm. pretty quickly but how how it's it's not that long of a demo like what made you so what the Put problem with this is, um, so my, my girlfriend and I were, she likes to, she likes Resident Evil 2 and like we played through two together, Resident Evil 2. Like I played like 90% of the time she played like 10%, but she mostly watched, but, uh-huh. um, you know, we, she got a little motion sickness at the beginning of RE2 and we ended up moving it to a different room, like a smaller TV where she could be further away from the TV. And then it turned out fine. Mm. Uh, this time was not the case. It was worse. Um, even though we're about huh. as far away as last time, she was getting like super sick. So huh. like halfway through, I was like, well, let's stop and we'll finish tomorrow. And then we came back the next day and I was like, we could finish this, but like, you're just going to get sick again. Why don't we just wait for the final game? And then, you know, that way, cause you can't even save your progress on the demo. And she was right. like, yeah. And so we just stopped. Um, but we played like halfway through, I think. And I enjoyed what I played. Um, there's, I, you know, I, so I, a spoiler, whatever, it's just a demo, but I didn't see the nemesis. Maybe that's only at the end of the demo or something. I don't know. Um, yeah, I guess, I guess, I guess spoiler. He's definitely, I was surprised, like right on the title screen, he's like standing right there. <laughs> you know, I was like, oh, they're going to save him. They're going to hide him and, you know, keep him out of special. And it's like title screen. Hello. Like, are you going to hit? Yeah. Like, what's going on? Uh, he's like just sitting there like chilling. Um, he he does appear a few times. The, 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 the demo is from, I'm assuming, early in the game. It's definitely not the very start of the game. Um, right, it's not. Yeah, but seems pretty early on. Um, seems to follow. I mean, you're in Raccoon uh, City, so kind of like the first third of the game. Um, definitely like like RE2, probably even more so since RE2 is 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 mostly in the same locations. It, it does seem like it's going to be uh, more different i guess from the source material um than yeah than, than re2 was um and uh the nemesis definitely a hell of a lot scarier when he does appear like um i had you know things to to, to slow him down like some grenades and stuff like that but um it was definitely scarier knowing from re2 that like he's gonna follow you through doors um he's like smashing through walls and shit like that so you don't have that same like okay i avoided him in the like you know the the rooms that he's meant to appear in i think he even i think i read somewhere that he like will come into the save rooms yeah if you if you uh, i read that like if you if he sees you go in the safe room he will okay. come in he won't come in normally but like right. if he sees you he'll come in after you which is just that's just like it, that's even not that, fair you're like, breaking the rules of, scary like, as fuck yeah i mean a yeah. lot of people are just gonna be there's gonna be a lot of like twitch reaction videos i'm sure like the first time that that he uh that he comes into the safe room but um 
yeah, I mean, graphically looks this, you know, I think just as good, like really high frame rate, really high fidelity. Everything is like very detailed and clean environments. Um, it Sounds felt good a little, I don't know if it's just coming so soon after two, it felt a little like, um, I don't know, like it didn't grab me in this. It didn't even like having the, uh, the nemesis when you'd had, had like Mr. X, uh, chasing you around in two, it didn't seem like it was like, okay, yeah, that's a, that's a, Resident Evil puzzle. I don't know. You have the dodge maneuver, which I didn't really use, but it. Um, I wasn't feeling the same kind of uh, tension. Yeah, just like as excited as I certainly as I was in two, or really that I thought I would be in three. Um, and I don't know. Like the the reviews are out uh, as we're recording this already, um, but yeah, they're, they're a little all over like some people are saying like yeah it's a follow-up to two it's just as inspired i haven't been reading i've been just kind of seeing the headlines and tweets um i've been intentionally kind of trying to uh to keep myself pure because i i did will definitely i definitely want to play it and want to play through it and as much as possible i want to be uh surprised and not spoiled but um but i i have seen people a lot of some people saying like yeah just not really like there, like um not as inspired not as like uh yeah just like not as like well well put together and 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 very short it sounds like um that's the part that concerns me yeah like where i i've i read uh, i guess i didn't really i kind of skimmed the reviews too but it sounds like i dipped in a little further than you did but like my general impression is like i i get the impression that this feels like maybe they did not I felt like this game for this to be successful and like a, 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 like a win would have been to like really fix the game because it was not perfect to begin with back in the day and like do something kind of dramatic to evolve it or change it or whatever. But if anything, it almost sounds like they simplified it or something. I don't know. Like the reviews make it sound like they did not do that. So I'm, I'm worried and a little disappointed, even though I haven't actually played the real thing yet, but, um, Right. Yeah, by the time people are listening to this, it's out. So, are you we'll still gonna buy? Will you still buy it and play it? Like, even though- I don't know. I don't know. I might not. I'm not gonna buy it on day one, at least, because I am still caught up in Animal Crossing. I'm still playing FF14. Um, oh. I, I'm definitely interested, but I almost feel like I can just wait till summer, or at least wait and find out for sure if it's worth it. You know, after more, because I'm not gonna only trust reviews. I want to hear what like the general public kind of feels about it too. But I'm curious the thing about uh, uh, Noah getting sick if there's some reason behind that like if there's something actually different like the, the frame rate or like how far the camera is positioned uh behind yeah i don't know people gave, people gave good advice last time i don't remember exactly what it was but we took it and it worked but i think one of them was like definitely mess with the camera like how far the camera is from the player right um right but it's it's funny because i like, guess well it's not funny but it's it's just it's weird because it's like instant like within five minutes she's like i feel sick and like it was to the point where like after That's we stopped yeah. she was just like oh, she was just like out of it for like 45 minutes you know until she was like finally okay again like oh, she's totally. like i'm not sure if i'm gonna puke or something i was it's like, like getting car sick it's like vr sick yeah like it lasts it'll like yeah ruin your day totally Um, yeah so i just i i don't want to sound too down on it because i am i am still excited to see all what they changed and um 
some of the, the story beats and stuff like that. Um, but I just, it wasn't, I gotta be honest that it wasn't hitting me as much as, uh, yeah. as I'd hoped. So, um, yeah, we'll see, I guess the, the, the shortness does kind of concern me a little bit. Um, even though I don't want it to be some giant epic thing, but I think two was like, perfect like hit the sweet spot yeah. didn't overstay its yeah, welcome totally. or whatever it but. could it could be that they're planning dlc or something too i don't know um but i hope that their that resistance is not their like answer for it being short because right. i personally while i'm glad resistance exists i'm probably not going to play it I, I just don't care that much so like I, I i would be sad if a full price re3 like suffered because that was part of the value you know add sure. or whatever so um Dermot, I'm just curious to check in on your Ring Fit adventures now that um, now that we're effectively prisoners uh, in our own <laughs> apartments. Uh, and it, you have did we talk last time about the uh, the update? Had the update even happened? No, that was revealed. The, the music for our last episode, whatever. And I haven't got to okay. try it out yet, unfortunately. So did you try that out? No. <laughs> All right, then. Moving on. Um, it's keeping me fit, why though. Don't we... Oh, wait, Roy. <laughs> Roy, real, fa- real, fa- real fast, you dipped yeah. back into Dark Souls, Dark Souls 3? Yeah, that's right. I um, It's actually because Graham had a, had like a Souls-born hankering not too long ago that he told me about, and I think it kind of just spread to me. I was right. like, yeah, it's been a while since I was in one of those games, and I didn't. I I loaded up Dark Souls two, and I was like, eh, "Not this one." And then three yeah. was the obvious choice. <laughs> so, I, I don't get me wrong; I love Dark Souls two, but just something about just in my gut, I was like, "No, not yet, not this one." So I loaded up. Has gotten something of a, like a, a little mini resurgence recently. Have you noticed that people are like, it's it's almost like a backlash. Backlash. I, I don't know why. I think it's very clearly like the weakest the it's, weakest one but it's the most i mean it's different not a one. bad game yeah 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 so i decided to try three and i found that apparently past roy had made a character uh, that i had saved was like my lowest level character so i was like okay i'll start there and i kind of like had to piece together what i what it was that i was going for <laughs> as far as my build and everything right and then once i did i was like okay i know what i'm doing so i've just been kind of like slowly working my way from almost the beginning of the game really uh, through the different bosses, but the one thing that I didn't anticipate is that there are a lot fewer people playing Dark Souls Three. It would seem. Uh, uh, so, like, I yeah, I'm I'm having to do a lot of bosses solo that I didn't have to do before. Uh, so I'm like learning them a lot better, um, which is is cool. good, I guess. I mean, it, part of it is like there's a certain weapon that I kind of just want to rush to. But I have to fight all these bosses fair and square now, so that's what I'm doing. Right on. Um, let's see. Why don't we no break? Go right into Dermot. Ten second delay. The news. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Da 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 da. News. <laughs> all right. Perfect. There we go. Uh, <laughs> Nintendo. Let's start off there. Uh, Direct Mini. Still, Nintendo's still not wanting to just call call their shot, just do a full born, uh, full real direct. Um, it felt like one though. I think I mean, there was a lot of expectations. 
You think so? True, true. I mean, there's there's not a lot of first party stuff. I think is um, is maybe where they're coming from. So um, so I'm just going to start listing off stuff. Uh, stop me if there's anything that uh, you feel bears uh, commenting on. But uh, Xenoblade Chronicles, definitive. Stop. <laughs> yes uh that was the highlight of the whole thing for me um probably other people i don't know but like uh i'm so excited about that because uh, i love that game to begin with but i actually uh it's a, one of my shames i never finished it um i played like 20 something hours on wii and then like i picked up again and played like i don't know 30 something hours on 3ds and then like i realized i don't like the 3ds version it's like not fi- the fidelity was like low enough that i felt like it was hurting the experience mm-hmm. so i was super excited when they announced this and i'm a uh, day one like i'm clearing my schedule i'm playing it and i'm not waiting i'm gonna play it right away i can't wait so refined visuals re-recorded music quality of life changes uh and uh epilogue chapter so there's a little bit more yeah story stuff huh. um exciting it looks quite a bit better like the character models it does i, I didn't yeah. expect that level of like it's amazing the ui looks like less of a mess too which is nice because the menus in that game were kind of a pain in the ass so i'm excited um shin seikai so the uh the capcom uh iphone or apple arcade game which was supposedly uh, pretty good um yeah. now it makes a little more sense they're um they're bringing it to to consoles so that's out on switch yeah. Uh available now. What a what a bad name though. Like why why <laughs> would know. they name it that? Well, you know, why would they keep the Japanese name for something that doesn't seem like it has anything to do with I mean it has the into the depth subtitle, but whatever. Anyway, yeah. uh Animal Crossing New Horizon updates. So I guess this is where they announced the um was it an Easter event? I oh, already hate it. Essentially, <laughs> yeah. Easter yeah. is awful. <laughs> it's bad. I've heard I've heard some grumblings. Why? What's wrong with it? So it it basically just it assaults you from all sides at all times and you cannot <laughs> avoid it. You just you wanna go catch some fish, you're gonna catch an egg. You wanna go and chop some wood, you're gonna get an egg. Oh Jesus, this is what the all the egg fucking talk is on the Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Twitter Animal- like Nothing. It's like Animal Crossing suddenly realized that we were all having a hard time and was like, can I offer you an egg in this trying time? Like, that is not what I asked for. Yeah, no? it really, it, it's kind of like, I feel like they've taken this this precious little world that was like my escape and they've been like, by the way, you should be grinding out these fucking eggs so you can build all the egg furniture so you can get some mysterious reward. And like, like I don't want yeah. to. It's, I don't know if it's uh, happening for you guys too, but like the the slingshot like stuff, like oh. the balloons carrying egg shit, has seemed to me like has multiplied by like fifty, and it has. I can't ignore them. I try, but I can't because you I never know when you're going to ignore the one that was worth it. More slingshots in one day since this started than I have in the entire rest yeah. of the time playing it. Yeah. But I will say the frequency mm-hmm. of all of these eggs popping up completely makes sense when you look at it from the perspective that you're supposed to craft every single egg recipe within the next two weeks, less than yeah. two. Yeah, for sure. They're making that makes it sense, easy. but like who's actually wants to make all those things. No, they're all ugly as shit. Exactly. Like none of them are really nice. <laughs> yeah. That's the problem is like, and the bunny, I want to, I want to murder the bunny. Like I literally, like, I, I don't even know why I said it. I was kind of half joking, but I, my girlfriend like mentioned something about the bunny and I was just like, I want to murder in Japanese. It's like, Kuroshita. like I want to murder him. And she's like, what? I was like, yeah, I don't even know where that came from, but I just, I hate him. I can't stand him. He's annoying. He's scary. He's like in your face. He like runs up to you. Um, the whole thing is just, uh, it, it's very much not my, uh, 
aesthetic and probably not a lot of people, not a lot of adults, I would imagine. So, but it is a good introduction to what an event can be like. And in that sense, if it was, if it were an exciting topic or something that we were all interested in, I think the way they handle events is, uh, is going to be fun. Like it's, it's, it obviously it's, it's spread throughout the game and there's a lot to do, but I just don't think the subject matter is exciting for any of us. Well, yeah. Like one thing that's missing from new horizons is like all the Nintendo goods. So one would hope that there's like a future event where you can craft Uh, those. Yeah, they sure. must be saving that. I know we have it in news, but it's like the, what, 35th uh, Mario anniversary yeah. this year. Oh, yeah. Um, you could imagine stuff going on then when the theme park, when and if now the theme park uh, Super Nintendo World opens. There's like, it seems like a lot of opportunities for that stuff. So uh, yep, yep. probably smart for them to hold it back. Um, True. Let's see. Good job. I thought this one was interesting. So good job. The name of a game, which um it seems like it's first party nintendo am i am i wrong on that i don't i, I was don't like looking for the developer i was like looking for the developer name and there was not one and i saw other people talking about it and i'm like i think this is like a first party thing um but it kind of looks like i don't know if you guys remember this one um it's kind of a sleeper uh it just in the middle of the whole direct there were so many games shown um but it, it kind of looks like the little like uh portal aesthetic you know the like little uh in the game portal the little men's room men and women's room like icon yep. people that kind of yep. bounce yep. around the offices they've been in some other uh valve made good games but it kind of seems like that uh made into a game where um like a lot of physicsy gameplay uh, where you're just like running around in an office and fucking shit up. And uh, it, it actually seemed kind of uh, interesting to me. Um, but I don't know if anybody's uh, seen or heard much, much else about that. I mean, I've heard yeah, it's good. All, right. Yeah. I think all of us are so into animal crossing now. That there's just no time for anything else, but yeah. I, I have noticed in my time. So another interesting thing about animal crossing is that like, I, 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 you know, I have a lot of Switch friends and they're not all people I actually know. Like for a little while in the beginning, I just accepted anybody. And like, I noticed during Animal Crossing that I'm seeing like 50, 60 people online at once with at once, which is insane for Switch, but it's like 95% Animal Crossing and then like 5% this game. So uh, people are playing this. It's obviously um, people who I know would not just play anything too. So I'm assuming there's got to be something to it. Developed by Paladin Studios, by the way. Huh? Oh, really? And published by Nintendo. Okay. Oh, it is published by Nintendo. Interesting. Um, let's see. Smash Brothers Arms guy. <laughs> um, yeah, that was weird, huh? Yeah, I feel like I feel like they've kind of lost the script a bit in their recent Smash Brothers uh, announces. They kind of like lost some momentum. Like an Arms guy, like whatever, fine. Like just doesn't it, it feels more like something you'd expect from the the core game almost. You know, yeah, it's not was- like. Yeah, I thought he was going to be in there from the start, but he, you know, they put in Springman as a as a support trophy or assist trophy, and uh, it's it's unclear right now if he's going to be the fighter. I feel like he's the obvious choice. I don't know if I would pick anybody else from that game to like represent that franchise, but uh, I feel like this announcement in this direct is just them trying to get ahead of not it it, it like not being uh, ready. At expectation. Oh, I see. I see what you're saying. Yeah, it just seems weird. I see. They just announced that it's going to be somebody from ARMS and not which one. Um, mm-hmm. Which seems even more like an uh, underwhelming way 
to announce it. But I mean, I guess that could be really interesting gameplay wise um, uh, in terms of something new, kind of like a doll seam kind of type. Uh, yeah, I have faith in them to figure out a way to make it interesting. But I think you, I think Dermot's right in that you know, if you think about it, they probably decided they needed to let that out now beforehand, so people aren't like super underwhelmed when that becomes like you know the next big announcement or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, let's see, Clubhouse Games. Some people were talking about that for some reason. Uh, this is a good like, trend, Mark. What's that? Well, we we got Brain Age, we got Clubhouse Games. Bring back all the DS hits. <laughs> Was Clubhouse mm. Games a, D, a big DS game? I saw it people a, talking about it. I it was never... a big DS game for the olds. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, Bravely Default 2, Mark, by the way. Also, I saw you, you jumped over there. Oh, yeah. Uh, which uh, is... Uh, well, I, I don't, I'm excited. I mean, I, I really enjoyed what I played at Bravely Default, but I never finished it. I never even touched Bravely Second. So. I Free demo. really, Free really demo like... No, yeah, that's true. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Bravely Default really 1 really was, like uh, was great until, you know, it's, it, it spat in your until face and didn't really care about your time in like the fifth act or, the, you know, part five, which is just like widely considered to be like one of the worst twists in RPG history, I think. So I've heard. I hung it up before I got to that part. So I, I actually still don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. So let's not spoil it. But yeah, yeah I've, I've heard it gets kind of bummer at the end. But, yeah. Um, so but yeah, like I mean, that was a big part of the direct. It was cool yeah. to see such a focus on that game. Mm. Coming, uh, coming this year at some, sometime, just 2020. Word. Um, let's see, da, 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 a bunch of older games, uh, fucking episode one racer. Like, you know, lots of stuff is coming out on switch when episode one racer, yeah. uh, comes out on switch, uh, trials of mana, April 24th, sword and shield expansion pass by the end of June. Um, they, they ended on that, and that was like such a weird move, I think, because they didn't really say anything new, and it was like this one, uh-huh. you know, one more thing. It, it kind of like made the direct fizzle out for me, and I'm like the target mm. demo for that, so it's weird. Yeah, you definitely are the the target demo. Um, Panzer Dragon remake. This was kind of probably one of the bigger things on my Twitter feed was that um, they did the it's and it's available now thing with. Uh, panzer dragoon remake um not hearing so great of things about it since then though um yeah seems like it's a little bit uh the reviews have not been great they've not been terrible but they've not been very good and uh it seems like there's some problems with it the soundtrack didn't the, the revamp soundtrack didn't launch with it it's coming via update or maybe that's out now um sounds like the difficulty has some problems like it sounds like it's uh sounds like it's not finished i mean the fact that it's shadow dropped that day makes you wonder i mean this is definitely the sort of inside baseball look i'm sure but i mean my it just feels like oh okay they had an opportunity to be in a direct and it was like do or die because you know you may never get that opportunity again and in development that's a being in a direct like that and being able to come out at the same time is could be make or break for a lot of developers. So maybe it was just like, oh, we're 90% there. Let's just take the hit and get it out. You seems know? like, yeah, it seems like stuff is still, uh, it still seems like a little bit, a little bit in flux. Um, let's see. Anything else from the direct that uh, anybody want to talk about? Mr. Driller Drilland, baby. Yes. Uh, yes one of the I best, uh, what was it? GameCube? I forget. I think it was GameCube, right? Um, I think it was. Yeah. 
Probably the best version of Mr. Driller that's ever come out. It's a really good game. Uh, I feel, I think underrated. I mean, a lot of people talked about it when it was big, but I don't think it ever sold really big. So I hope now it gets a, the More chance like a it cult, kind of was deserved. Cult hit, cult hit. I feel like, yeah, Mr. Driller. For sure. Um, who's Mr. Driller, by the way? Is he like, there's some... He's like the nephew of like uh, uh, the Dig Dug guy or some shit Somebody's like that. divorced, like, though. Like, Dig, Dig Dug divorced somebody or like he's like the illegitimate child of like Bos- Bosconian and dig dug or so i well, or mappy mappy and Hori- dig dug or something um, hori susumu is his name right i remember that i remember like the susumi the susumu family has like some yeah some uh some stuff secrets. going on there but yeah i'll have to look that up figure it out it. later don't dig into it <laughs> uh burnout paradise remastered some people were excited about that um there's just a lot, just a shit ton of third-party stuff now um, coming out on Switch. Like, uh, yeah, the, the floodgates have always been open for a while, but <clears throat> I feel like it's only ramping up more and more. Uh, yeah. This was interesting, um, still rumored, but... Um, well, I guess I should say a bunch of different rumors around the uh, the aforementioned Super Mario 35th anniversary. Um, <clears throat> Eurogamer, Eurogamer, I think, was one of the ones that started this, reporting that um, that like a collection of 3D titles of 3D Mario games. I think was the rumor, uh, re- yeah. like mm-hmm. a remaster of that was was coming out. So like Galaxy, Galaxy Two uh maybe 3d world who knows maybe 3d land or something hopefully Um, 64 that's the one i want to see the most right now it'd be cool if they did that would be that would be crazy right um uh, i feel like that would be the biggest announcement the biggest draw they could do for something like that the other ones kind of seem like no-brainers you know sure Um, i i mostly hope that this is true because i played mario 64 and then i didn't play another Mario game until Odyssey. Whoa. So I have a oh, huge okay. gap there where I haven't played any of the ones in between. I played Sunshine for like 20 minutes and didn't like it. So that's why I didn't pick up anything after that. That's I wild. bet you would love the Galaxy titles if you like you liked Odyssey. Yeah. I loved Odyssey. Yeah, I bet I bet some a lot of people and I do definitely do not hold this opinion, but a lot some people think Galaxy 2 is the actual best 3d mario game even better galaxy 2 is my shame that's the one that i bought it and i never i never played it but it would be interesting though because those were wiimote right games and so like if they do come out on switch they would have to adjust them to some degree right um yeah but like the the functionality i'm trying to remember i mean i know that the second player could like like be like getting coins from flowers around you and shit like that but i well yeah and i I don't remember, so maybe they did. They did use it in some some integral ways, but none 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 occurred to me immediately. It seems like it. It seems definitely doable. Sure, um, sure. Other rumors are what um, stuff about uh, Super Mario Land, the theme, uh, Super Nintendo World, sorry, theme park, and the movie, the Super Mario movie, which we haven't. Uh, heard about really since the uh, announcement. Um, yeah, let's see. Uh, other Nintendo news. Um, this makes sense, but um, the the uh, customer service 
uh, customer support operation there at Nintendo in Seattle that was replacing a lot of people's wonky uh, left Joy-Cons and, and all that kind of shit is, is closed down until further notice. So, um, yeah, if you send something in, it might get returned. Uh, if Nintendo has it, uh, who knows, kind of TBD. Um, they said, once repair services resume, well, we will work as quickly as possible to get you playing again. Uh, they will honor the warranty for all the products should it expire during the closure period. So that's good. But yeah, that would really suck if you're like switch decided to, to crap it, out on you now. Well, you if you had it, it'd be even worse. Yeah. I think I feel like it'd be worse if you had sent yours in and we're not already been waiting and they, uh, Oh God. Yeah. Imagine they shut it down, but it's just one of those things that's like, well, yeah, what are you, what are you going to do? Um, yeah. Bethesda announced they're not going to have a, uh, uh, E3 timing showcase. Um, no showcase in June. Uh, oh, wow. Pete Hines saying, yeah, we have lots of things, uh, exciting things to share about our games. Look forward to telling you in the coming months. Um, I guess this is kind of notable just because with next gen coming, a lot of times in the past, like a, a Bethesda game has been one of the big defining games of like a new sure. console generation. It's not, and it's not saying that they won't, still announce new games or or even do a showcase sometime other than june but um it's just kind of an interesting example of how it's just a big huge open question now that with no e3 presuming somewhere around the same amount of games are going to come out in the fall like what do people do uh to announce stuff especially with you know presumably a lot of new a new ip and uh and, and, and titles we don't know about um to launch with uh to launch with next gen um, yeah who knows i mean it's hard to i mean i it's definitely understandable too because it's hard i mean i think we're all noticing this in our day-to-day lives too but it's it's a little bit harder right now to sort of express enthusiasm and when you talk about one of these events where like the whole it's like a rock concert almost right they're like getting on stage and like doing right. all this crazy shit and getting wild and it's just like mm, maybe now's not the time so right I yeah think people have to find creative and interesting but also sort of uh you know respectful ways to announce stuff in this 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 weird ass year we're going through it's like a weird dichotomy yeah because it's, it's kind of like you know in the in the it's very different from 9-11 a lot of ways but one of the ways i've noticed i think it's similar is like People are like need and want distraction, but uh, you don't want to be like seen as being flippant or like, totally. hey, this is important. You know, in the grand scheme of things, look at us. This is very important. But at at the same time, people really want. People don't want to only be hearing the the news um, and stuff like that. So you just have to kind of walk that that precarious balance. Um, for sure the the first thing that i thought when you brought this up like just completely setting aside all of what you guys just said was just from a purely marketing standpoint if you're not having a big event that is going to have an actual you know auditorium full of people seeing it all at the same time and breaking the story and everything if you're going to be launching something or announcing something online anyway wouldn't it be better to do it at your own pace like why push yourself to have right. something ready to announce by a certain date for sure. When at this point you can put it on the internet and people will find it eventually anyway. Well, especially when, <clears throat> I mean, I, the, the, 
the original reason for E3 was that they would the retailers needed that time to like place orders and stuff to have it before the fall. Right. But but now that digital is what it is, and also retail is who knows what the hell retail is going to be what's going to be happening in retail come, you know, September, October or whatever uh, retail probably doesn't even know. Yeah. It might make more sense to wait. Um, the, the other side being like teams typically like totally kill themselves to get that stuff done and ready, you know, whether it's a trailer yeah. or a playable um, kill themselves to get it ready for E3. And so even if it wasn't harder to get anything done with everybody working from home, you know, maybe people are like, well, let's, let's take a little more time. We can get stuff a little more polished, um, have stuff come out like a little bit later. Um, so, um, uh, yeah, in that same vein, games done quick, summer games done quick, postponed. This is, I was kind of hoping, know about this. yeah, I was kind of hoping they would find some way to do it. Not all in the same room, you know, like, like passing it back and forth between different streamers or something like that. But right. um, it doesn't surprise me that it didn't, wasn't going to happen in the same form uh, uh, that it normally does. So that's, that was scheduled for June. They did reschedule it for August, which I'm, I'm always surprised when anybody reschedules anything right now, just because it seems sure. impossible to know, like, GDC also, I guess, said there's going to be summer GDC. I think they announced that since our last uh, episode. And that's also in August. And it's kind of like, I, I may, maybe? It's real I, helpful. Yeah. But yeah. like, am, am I going to buy tickets and book a hotel room for that anytime, nope. Nope. you know, uh, anytime soon? Like, definitely not. Um, it's tough. And some of these organizations, or well, it's not like Summer Games Done Quick ne- isn't necessarily like uh, an organization that thrives on doing events, but the guy, whoever runs GDC definitely is. But a lot of these companies, like they, they have to be thinking about how they can salvage, you know, their stuff. But at the same time, like it's, it's yeah, it's, it's almost foolish to announce an event at this point because literally the situation is changing so much every single day. Like, that two weeks ago, whatever you thought might be normal in four months is absolutely not normal anymore. Well, so like, how can you even try? You know? Yeah. And also the estimates for when things will go back to something resembling normal are just still all over the map. But it seems like most, lots of places are agreeing that, you know, anything in the next uh, three or four months is kind of a question mark. So like next year, sure. like, you know, with the Olympics yeah. and stuff like that, um, seems safer, but, um, but even that some people are like, they should have announced a, a two year delay instead of a one year delay. Um, right, right. but anyway, um, I'm sure, yeah, they have lots of considerations that we don't see as well too. So, so, so who knows, but, um, I do hope that they find a way to make it happen no matter what, uh, with games done quick, especially because, you know, a it's for charity and B, it's just like, yeah, people can really use that escape. So, like, uh, it's it's going to be for it's uh, they did. I should say they did also announce though, uh, Corona relief done quick, which is happening. Yeah, yeah. which is uh, awesome. April seventeenth through nineteenth, which is awesome, uh, and that goes to direct relief humanitarian aid organization, mission to improve health and lives people. And I assume poverty. that must be. Like you were saying, right? Like it must be a thing that's just done on my remotely people right. streaming, right? I mean, they're, they're God forbid they all get together. So I mean, no, that's, yeah, that's they, great. they don't specify, but I'm sure it's something like that. It's, it's just a weekend thing. Um, submissions 
actually just ended so uh tough if you were opening it in that but uh but anyway game and schedule list coming april 13th so look forward to that um i haven't noticed this yet have you guys noticed any uh internet services like psn or even netflix and things like that um being a little more throttled or or lower res or i think this is mostly in europe right now oh is this just in europe yeah for the largely yeah it seems like okay um i see yeah uh a lot of places are doing this not just gaming companies but just companies in general um uh the statement is from uh, Jim Ryan basically saying, you know, to help do their part, uh, they were going to throttle the download speeds a little bit. His statement implied that bandwidth used for multiplayer and other networking features won't be affected. So just game downloads, uh, presumably. Um, but yeah, that's just more kind of like an FYI. It's like, uh, yeah, duh. Like, yeah, if that's what it takes. Um, GameStop closing stores to customers, digital orders and curbside pickup. Uh, I wonder, does anybody think GameStop survives this thing? This seems like a... I'm amazed that that's a news story now and not a month ago. Yeah. Well, yeah. And a lot of people, a lot of people were, (laughs) a lot of people were amazed at that and not, not real happy about, um, you know, they briefly were trying to, uh, frame themselves as a uh, essential service. Um, yeah, Reggie, st- Reggie picked a weird time to get to get on the GameStop right. board and yeah. publicize it. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I just I feel like coming back from this, you know, they were already in such a precarious spot yeah. that um, depending on how long this lasts, and I, I feel like all this is doing is is uh, probably this whole situation i mean we won't know for for months or maybe even years but i i have a feeling that a really good possibility is that a lot of people that up until now were still you know died in the wool i have to have physical consumers being forced to do digital once they do it is kind of like oh yeah actually that was fucking (laughs) (laughs) that was that was easy like why haven't i been doing that um i have a feeling it's going to have a long-term like permanent effect on uh, like a a big it was going to happen inevitably anyway but like a big push towards uh making the switch over to digital uh yeah man i mean and this is just the simple thing that we deal with but you know life in general is like changing a lot in a lot of ways i mean another example that affects us here in japan is just this concept of working from home for a lot of japanese companies was never even a thing right or right and when we come out of this I, I mean, I hope that one of the things that comes out of this is that you're going to see more flexibility in that from Japanese companies. Cause like, yeah. uh, you know, those sort of things just are the kind of things that can't be changed unless something big like this happens. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's shitty for physical games, but I mean, the collector's market's always going to be there. So it's like, if you're like, like if you're in a limited run or one of those things, like you're always going to have a place for your games, but the, but the standard sure. retail is, is going to get hurt bad. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, just for for GameStop in particular, from a PR standpoint, they really didn't do themselves any favors with the way they did approach this. <laughs> oh my god! Right. Trying <laughs> yeah, to, seriously. you know, they were maybe not already everybody's favorite. Um, exactly. But approaching it as no, we need people to still be coming to do this job, 
we are we want you to put yourselves in danger to sell video games to people and t- dragging their heels for so long like if they were a really beloved store people i think would go out of their way to try to support them however they could right that's, yeah that's not going to happen in this in this no, kind no. of situation yeah, yeah you're right like nobody gives gamestop the benefit of the doubt anymore about anything because they've earned like distrust <laughs> basically like yeah. So a- anything with the employees coming out and saying like, oh yeah, you know, our district manager is not is working from home, but still saying that we have to come here and stuff like that is going to be just like, yeah, magnified uh, by a hundred. Um, yeah, Dermot, uh, sorry to break this one to you, but the Pokemon competitive circuit uh, has been for twenty twenty has been canceled. It's such poor timing um, for me, Mark. I know you're I know, just right? gearing up, up and man. coming. Up and coming, up and coming. champion. Dermot see, the, the, posit- the positive thing, though, is that I get to have my rookie season after I have a year under my belt, you know? <laughs> sure. Yeah, that's Take true. Take this time. Focus on you. Yes, that's yeah. right. I know that that little 10-year-old uh, Asian girl is is uh, is very afraid, uh, Dermot, and uh, <laughs> she's goes, actually, goes to bed she's every night. Now. Oh, wait, what? <laughs> Yeah, she, I'm taking lessons. I would watch, I'd watch that Netflix. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was also scheduled for June. Uh, and then the World Championships were going to be held in London in August. And uh, those are both canceled. So the, the, the whole series is suspended until further notice. Um, yep, more time for you to practice, Dermot. Get, right. Get good. Get good. Um, more Corona news. Uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake is shipping early to places. Um, <clears throat> basically, supply lines are all fucked up, so Square shipped to places early. Um, so jelly. Hoping that everybody can get it you know, by the release date um, and not late. And so they're asking fans not to spoil stuff. Um, anybody want to have a guess as to what would get spoiled in the first third can, of the game can we can we not like we i feel i feel like we spoiled this the last <laughs> two episodes and i have still not played this game <laughs> i try to forget every two weeks that we talk about it and now if we do it again i think it might just be there forever and they're all going to be character names that you don't know or anything <laughs> i doubt it no, i mean i doubt it's things like giant plot points and that kind of thing but you know small details like oh my god if you interact with this person in this certain way they do this cute little reaction like you know if oh, you're they start talking about those things then you yeah. lose that kind of covering it, right? I wonder if they are because certainly playing the original game, I, I don't think there's. Yeah, it's like what what are you going to spoil in that first? I've I've also seen that there are some new characters, and I'm interested to see how they mm-hmm. appear in this game. Yeah. But I also that's definitely a thing I don't want to see spoiled because like that's going to be. Parts that I experienced in the game where it's like, what? This isn't how it happened. So I don't want right. exactly yeah. sure. Yeah, that's the big thing. It's going to be like, oh, what? What is different from how it used to be? What has yeah. changed? You know, I'm guessing they're going to this... change up some sh- some major shit with people that we. I hope so. Already but... know um, because that's. But I'm very only... jealous. Yeah, go ahead. No, I'm sorry. I said I'm very jealous that this is even happening. And I think what else can you do? Like I was thinking about this from a marketing, uh, from like a just a. PR perspective, like what else can you do but just ask nicely, right? So I think they did the best thing they could with this by right. asking people not to spoil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and shipping it early was a really like 
nice thing to do. You know, they could have. I don't know that they did that on purpose, Did they? Did they do it on purpose? Or no, they did. They did. Yeah, they basically. Oh, okay. They're shipping it to places and like like earlier, so that because they can't guarantee if they do it on the normal time frame that it'll get there in time for right, the right. release date. But, but I then thought when the you, idea when I you see, do that, you risk, of course, you know, people. Uh, right, selling it early and, and yeah, breaking street day. Yeah, I got you. That will definitely you. happen now. Yeah, yeah. Um, everyone, hopefully, everyone's going to have. A, I mean, uh, I'm feeling it. I'm noticing it. But hopefully, everyone is out there is having a little bit more understanding to like all kinds of issues, including this one. So yeah, yeah. people don't spoil yeah. it. We're so close now. Right. Yeah. Um, PlayStation Plus this month, Uncharted Four. That's a good uh, get. It's a good game. Yeah. Dirt Rally Two, Two Point um let's see uh clarifying something that i guess confused a lot of people last time out of that mark cerny uh playstation 5 um fireworks fest uh the uh they they mentioned like 100 games like top 100 ps4 games being ps5 compatible and a lot of people like kind of construed that to mean like and and only that or like that there'd be like severe limits or that it would be well who knows um and they were saying you know that actually they believe the overwhelming majority of the 4000 plus ps4 titles will be playable on ps5 that 100 was just like a quote-unquote snapshot of how development is going now so um basically yeah don't 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 worry about it um and uh, there'll be more, more updates in the in the months ahead. So are you are you basically uh, saying you guaranteeing that Tetris Effect will be uh, playable on day one? I Mark? said more <laughs> updates expected in the coming months. <laughs> I expect. I, I demand that I'm going to cry uh, twice as hard. <laughs> Speak it into PS5. existence. Yes. Um. Let's see. And finally, uh, in uh, in some good news, uh, near. Getting a remaster and uh, wow, the Square naming computer or person <laughs> or whoever it is that names their games is uh, is in rare form. Um, <laughs> near replicant version one point two two four seven four four eight seven one three nine. I am not making that up. That is uh, you. You left off the end, which is dot dot dot. That's actually period? part of the title. Wait, really? <laughs> Yes, it lands on an ellipsis. Yeah. Oh, okay, because, because it's a it goes on. Number. Right. So, what's the meaning behind that? Somebody that that understands. I, I'm not going to say. I actually had it. Sp- so I don't know. Um, you know, people who don't know. For people who don't know, we worked on the original version of this game that's getting this uh, quote unquote remaster. But uh, you know, I don't know why that is the case. I do know now because someone told me. But I don't want to say it on the air because I want people to figure it out. There may be a reason there though. Um, and. Uh, Math nerds will probably get it. Um, I will say that, uh, yeah, this was kind of a. I know the surprise. math nerd part of the equation. I just don't know the meaning of that in like near lore, but that has a, a meaning. Oh, right? that I, I have no idea. <laughs> if it does, I don't know it. Yeah. Oh, wait, what? <laughs> um, <laughs> wait, really? Yeah. If if you if you know the math of it, then yeah, I don't I don't think so. But so it's just um, an annoying it's just an annoying title, basically. Well, you know, they always like to be a Yoko-san likes to be uh like literally. What are people actually going to call this? Like, what are people going to call this for real? Near remaster. I, I don't know, but near remake. Well, that's probably. Actually, 
Yeah. yeah, that was something I wanted to say though. They actually made a so this was announced during a uh, t- I think it was a ten hour live stream on Saturday. They had kind of an event for the tenth anniversary of the original Near Games. And uh, what did they do? They for had ten con- hours. Did they fucking play through lo- the entire first game? No, no, they had a concert. So there was going to be a concert that day, and it got canceled. And so in order to make it up to fans, they did a, a they did the concert, but just to a streaming audience instead. And uh, that's cool. There was a concert. There was a play because they have these like series of plays going on in Japan related to near. Um, there was a couple of talk events. You know, there was a whole bunch of stuff. And during oh. that, two things two things were announced. One was this, uh, which they made a point to say during this that it is not a remaster and it is not a remake. I don't know if that was like. Maybe they're wanting to uh, relax people's expectations, but what they said is that it's like a version up, and in fact, that's probably why the title is version one point, you know, two two whatever. Is like the idea is like I, I don't know. They didn't say like don't get your hopes up, but my impression is like okay, well, it's it's something more than what was before, but it's not like a full blown remake, and they, they did not it's want not to use a the remaster, word remaster though. They're not even they they're not using the word remaster or remake. They said it's more of a version up. Okay, the, the story that I'm reading from, and it does not surprise me that this was misinterpreted or potentially, sure. but it, it just calls it a remaster. Yeah, I don't know what they the didn't hell say else that, you would no. call this. But to, exactly, because to, to be fair, what else are you going to call it, right? It obviously is going to be in an upgraded version of the game somehow, but they were pretty well, light it's on It's either specifics. a remaster or a remake. Like, how, how can it be neither of those two things? You're going to have to ask Square Enix Japan. <laughs> it can't, it's either the original or it's a remake or a remaster. No, well, they, they said during the, during the stream that there is some new content and right. they're, you know, they've made some adjustments and modifications or whatever, but they really didn't, they kind of just. But remake doesn't need stuff. to mean, I mean, RE2 is a remake, right? It doesn't, it doesn't need to mean that it's doesn't have some things from the original and some new things. Like that's a very broad. I take remake personally to mean like you're kind of throwing out the original and remaking it in like modern engine, modern graphics, modern everything. And so my impression at least is it's not that at least, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Um, but my, also my feeling on remaster, remaster is just taking an old game and brush <laughs> and like, it's just polishing it up. Like adding content and stuff is somewhere in the middle of a remaster and remake thus version up, you know, I don't sometimes know. remasters just, have new stuff. I'm not getting paid for this. I'm just, this is what I think. <laughs> All um, right. The, the the trailer was very underwhelming. I have to say, I'm I'm not like the world's biggest near fan, but I'm. It was like okay, it, it's well, very teaser. That. They didn't show the game, right? They just showed right. like the art, super super yeah, teaser teaser. I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree with you on that because I am a really big near fan, and I was just sitting there like squealing the entire time. Like I'm just like yes, yes, this is beautiful, this well, is gorgeous. Yeah, I wanted to exist there at everything, it, right? But it's like a hill. Right, it was like a like a picture of a like didn't sh- there were didn't several show. pictures. <laughs> Mark, the hill is going to die in chapter two. Okay. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> spoilers, <laughs> spoilers, Dermot, cover your virgin ears. No, I um, I played the first one a lot. Like I've played the first one through several times. I'm really excited that it's a version that I haven't gotten to play yet because I I know only old dad near right. That's true. Yeah, we didn't clarify there, but this is a, a re whatever this is remaster make version up of Replicant, which is the version that never came out in the West. Um, and the Western Twitter did tweet and say that it's coming. So, um, oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, I it's think, basically uh, the version with the brother near instead of the father near. The the, the timing of this, I think, is I, I think is really really smart of them to do this because there are a fuckload now more. Yep. I mean, near had a great reputation, but it was kind of as like a cult hit. And then for sure. 
And then, yeah, after the last game, it's just so much more visible. And now it's like, hey, here's an excuse to go back and play the the first one with some improvements. Um, yeah. And you, I hope you might God that the fishing mechanic is better because holy <laughs> man, that's all I ask. Yeah. They did uh, say that during this event too, that I think Automata sold 4.5 million copies now or something crazy like that. And so now it's part of, uh, I believe as of this recording, it's already out on Xbox uh, Game Pass. Uh, yeah. Oh, nice. So on Xbox One, yeah. Oh, that's smart yeah. too. That's going to get, yeah, that's really smart. Um, right on. Uh, and I think that about does it for the news and about does it for this episode. Um experimental episode actually all recording <laughs> and actually does go through um which uh which is maybe still a bit of a leap but um but yeah so thank you for bearing with us um we're still getting this figured out we couldn't see each other this episode um which uh is a little weird it definitely takes some getting used to um we'll probably be doing this the next couple of weeks but we'll be getting the next couple of episodes at least, but we'll begin the kinks worked out. So, um, but as always do tell us what you think, uh, Dermot, where can people do that? I'll keep talking so that you start talking right <laughs> as I'm still talking. I think we're okay no now. Maybe awkward space. All right. Well, well now you, you just made it our home page. Eight dash four JP, our second home giant bomb.com. Always got that thread on Resetera. Um, Leave us five-star reviews on iTunes, pretty please. And you can tweet at us to let us know how this was and uh, how much you loved it and how much it was an, actually an improvement over our past episode and that you hope we never go back to the office uh, <laughs> at 8-4-Play or directly to myself at Dermalo. Or me, uh, I'm at Mark MacD. John, go next. Uh, I am John TV. Roy, go next. I'm at Kotowari. Tina, where can they find you on the Twitters? Uh, I think I'm Tina Butts, ending with a T-T-Z. Oh, Zed, good call. <laughs> so T-E-N-A-B-U-T-T-Z. Yeah. T-I-N-A. Okay, awesome. Please, everybody, uh, welcome Tina. Um, hopefully, she'll, she'll have us again uh, at some point. Um, hopefully, we've done right by her. It depends episode. on how you talk about Nier. Oh, okay. I lost it. I lost it in the last news story. I had you and I lost it. Um, so well. But thank you. Thank you for appearing. Thanks, everybody, for, for, for taking time out um, and everybody for listening. And uh, please stay safe. Please stay indoors wherever you are, wherever you are and listening to this. Um, and uh, until a couple weeks from now, who wants to take us out? Okay, bye.
Hey, YouTube guys and YouTube gals, it's me, Magnum over at Guns and Cars with two Z's, if you please. Welcome to the Magnum Minute. Have you ever wondered why salmon cans are tapered? Fishermen go out, they catch the salmon, they bring them into the cannery. Cannery does everything that's required to process them and ship them out. The only thing they don't do is make the cans. The cans are shipped in by barge, and the transportation costs add to the cost of the final product. So, the cans being tapered allows them to be stackable so that they can nest one can inside the other, ship more on the barge with the same transportation cost, and bring the product to your grocery shelf for a lower cost. Also, in case you didn't know, salmon is cooked in the can. It has a shelf life of about six years. This one expires in 2017. That's a minute with Magnum, more or less.